this is a class a with jay and jay where we talk about the risque and something different every day been to one of Jamie Foxx's sex parties and if so has she been multiple times or it was a, like a one-time deal and all of this is alleged this whole episode is one big allegedly so we'll start off with an allegedly question notice what are your thoughts um she definitely has been but not obviously not recently I think it was back um when she was probably first on the Jamie Foxx show and everything else when she was when fancy. She was in, when she was fancy, when she was prime. Um, do I think she's participated? Absolutely. Um, I'm nodding yes. Yeah, she definitely has. Um, not frequently. She wasn't a frequent flyer, but um, she's definitely done it a couple times. Cool, because that's really where I wanted to land on it, too. Mm-hmm. She definitely has an open sexual... I mean, if we talk about season 10 of bh it was a sexual season you know the denise of it all but they had a couple i don't know if they were trying to bait denise or what they had a lot of sex talk that season and every time garcelle just seemed open-minded right so yeah she's definitely gone um so i guess there's no transition or is there a transition because i would venture to say almost everyone if not everyone we talk about today We'll have been to some sort of sex party, I'm sure. Today's topic is open relationships, open marriages, open, open. <laughs> open, open. Open, open. Wow, 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 wow. A true topic that I talk about in my life so much, we talk about so much. Like, I don't know if we've really talked about it on the pod before, but it's just a real thing. And it's really not talked about enough. It still seems kind of taboo. So yeah, we're gonna talk about it and talk about some alleged participators in the open lifestyle. Just That's off the bat, like anything you wanna get off your chest or your chest about open relationships in general before we dive into some specifics here. Um, anything, it's not, I guess, anything off my chest, but in terms of like my blanket opinion about them, sure. sum it up in a few words, I would say I'm still not sure how I feel about them. Okay. So you just feel like, uh, a neutral, a neutral leaning positive, a neutral leaning negative, where do you land? But it's definitely neutral leaning positive. But it's weird though, because it's mostly like some days I'm like, nah, fuck that. And then some days I'm like, actually, how else would you do a relationship or marriage? <laughs> like one that's long term. Like it makes sense to me. I think I'm positive toward it, but I'm still trying to work through the natural, like societal bias that people have put on open relationships like I'm trying to deprogram myself basically (laughs) and it's a and it's a big ask to really 
cut out the idea of monogamy. Monogamy is everything to us. It's like part of the American dream is monogamy. It's implied. Mm -hmm. So anything of having to convince yourself, there's not a society, there are a few societies, honestly, but we'll get to that later. Right. Um, But for us, it's just not something you put on your like dreams list naturally. And for me, it's, part of it's cultural because I don't think black families in general are they I feel like they have a weird stance on like monogamous relationships as well like some families care some families don't um so that's always hard to gauge and then for me personally like I've had like such a religious like upbringing not even like intentionally through my family just having gone through Catholic school so like all like the things that I've been told is like it's not okay yeah yeah (laughs) so it's interesting like coming to myself as like an adult and just like you know actually it's just the better route to go it's nice to have on the table it's Mm -hmm. it's something that the the harsh reality is even if your relationship is not open I'm speaking from a hetero perspective, but so I don't want to speak for everyone, but a lot of times you're oftentimes in an involuntary open relationship anyway, or one-sided open relationship anyway. Mm-hmm. If you really want to come to terms with it, a lot of people are not okay with coming to terms with that and have a don't ask, don't tell policy. And if that works for you, that works for you. Or you can twist it around and acknowledge it and then get something for yourself or at least have it on the table even if you don't use it it's there as like insurance if something were to arise right honestly most times you like don't use it but the option there is nice well the definition of an open relationship as i found it on google is quote a form of non-monogamy in which partners of a dyadic relationship agree that each may engage in extramarital sexual relationships without being regarded by them as infidelity and consider or establish an open relationship despite implied monogamy. So, I mean, and I feel like it's a great explanation of what it is. Mm-hmm. It is like, it is two people. It's not polyamory that's also like it's all different so it's not quite that you all are inviting other people to be in your relationship in terms of your everyday dynamic Mm -hmm. but it's also like there are people there but it's not infidelity is the key the key really right like polyamory I could not do no I could never that's not in I don't want to have a sister wife like no 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 I can't have so like someone who's like a permanent addition in that capacity a fixture in our home like what right or we live on a compound and we all have a house but he just goes between houses no (laughs) right you know I tried to watch the show big love back in the day and it just never stuck with me and I think it's because the polyamory thing doesn't like um wet my whistle in particular but what I, and I remember when ask, we lived together we were going through a TLC time so we definitely watched a couple of episodes of Sister Wives too right it's just not my thing but that's okay 
Um, I'm actually very intrigued by people that can, because I think that that has an even greater level of emotional accountability that even like an open relationship requires. Wait, isn't it? I told you before, what's that dude's name? Isn't it D-Ray Davis, I believe, has like a full scenario where he has a girlfriend who's kind of like his most stable forever girlfriend, but they have mm-hmm. like a rotating third. Mm-hmm. That is like next level. And the fact that he lives in it and owns it and it's just him and his lady are going around and their third will come or if they're without her at the moment they're without her that's somewhere in between I feel like open and um like polyamory um right and but if you listen to like things that he's done outside of like you know like comedy he actually does seem like with it is what I'll just describe the feeling as when I'm like listening to him talk about things. Mm-hmm. So it doesn't really surprise me. Like he seems like he's somebody who like wouldn't get shit. Um, but I'm trying to think it was something, I think it was something maybe even political that he had said that I had watched some video and I was just like, wait, like he's with it. That's pretty cool. Yeah. Um, my thing is though, I know like a lot of people say, that open relationships, you know, depends kind of like on the person or the people in that relationship because, um, you know, like you can't do an open relationship with quote unquote everybody is like what a lot of people say mm-hmm. um, or successful one at least. But I would venture to also say that it really depends on where you are in your life. The success or your willingness to do an open relationship, in my opinion, because even now, like how I said, like before growing up, I would never do one, but now I would be interested in one. So I feel like it just depends. Like I can see myself like sometimes, like at some period of my life, I'm in the mood to do one. And some period I'm probably like, you know what? That's not for me anymore. Let's like, close I'm, it for now. Let's close it. I can see myself wanting to do that. The problem with that is when you try to do that within the same relationship, I yeah. think. You have yeah. to be willing to be like, you know, <laughs> I'm moving on type of situation. Yeah. If they say like, if they put their foot down, you it's do or die in that moment. It's like you either accept their terms or you don't. And I guess that's something you would have to. The thing that is so appealing to me about open relationships is just the communication it forces between you and your partner. And so, and like, there's a lot to unpack and set boundaries for and all of that and I feel like setting boundaries is not really something a lot of people do in relationships on the regular you know what I mean like yeah you do without saying it but actually sitting down and having a conversation and laying shit out is what an open relationship requires and so I feel like that bleeds into other parts of your relationship and that is so that it feels like it's an open dialogue type of relationship always Mm. like anything's on the table like we could talk about anything like, because mm. I feel like a lot of men don't feel like, again, I'm speaking from a hetero woman perspective. A lot of men don't feel safe sharing shit. You know what I mean? Like they just keep shit secret because they don't want to hear your fucking mouth. But 
I don't know. I feel like if you're fucking bitches and we're talking about it, I'm fucking niggas and we're talking about it, we'll probably talk about other things that would otherwise be off the table. Right. I agree. It's just interesting. So all that Mm -hmm. to say, like, D-Ray and his girlfriend obviously have had a full conversation about what it is that they do and what the vibe is. She doesn't ever seem, I mean, you know, I don't go to sleep with her at night, but she doesn't ever seem disgruntled. We don't hear rumblings. No. <laughs> so um, whatever yeah, they've got I, going on is pretty cool. I didn't even put them on the list. I completely forgot about that. Yeah. Well, because that's like they're like more like polyamory, I would think. Yeah. Like they really open. are. You know what I mean? At that point, they took it a step further. Even though it's rotating, it's still a step further. Um, but then, you know, maybe they oscillate too. Like how I say, like sometimes when I go from open to close, they go from polyamory to open, maybe. Yeah, there will be periods um, where it's just them too. And then yeah. there will be periods where there's a girl. Right. Um, I mean, hey, you gotta do what you gotta do. I think as long as you have the open communication, which obviously like people keep saying like, yeah, open, to, open communication is a success to like relationships. And it's true, but I think the reason why open relationships and like polyamorous relationships are so um, appealing to me is that they just require a level of communication that I don't feel like a lot of people um, do. Exactly. <laughs> are, are, are capable of. And so like on one hand, that's appealing to like kind of push yourself to be that kind of person. But on the other, it's kind of like, mm, but like how often is that situation going to come up where you meet somebody who's just as able? <laughs> that's what's so upsetting is like mm-hmm. the men want to just cheat in peace that's their dream world like open relationships is not I feel like their perspective on that it's more so on their end than on the female's end so it does take a very open-minded man I mean open is the word of the night I mean drinking game like it takes an open-minded man to be able to be like Okay, because I feel like as women, we just are more open to hear, you know, perspective and all of that kind of stuff and nuance is more of a female thing. I feel like men is a a little more black and white. So for them to untrain themselves from that and like imagine like them talking to their friends and like what the friends will say, you know, they always care about that shit. Like their friends will be more judgmental than like your bitches. If you really sit your friends down and are like, okay, this is the scenario. Your friends will understand. But the men are like, oh, your your woman's getting run through by other niggas. I could never, you know how they are. Yeah, it's definitely um, a bias <laughs> for sure. It's a double standard that you also have to be willing to overcome. Yeah, it's true. It is, and it has such a weird, again, negative connotation. Like, it's just, it's something that people find bizarre mm-hmm. and associate with, like, bizarre behavior. Mm-hmm. And obviously, it takes spokespeople to come out, come forward to really, <laughs> you know, activists, if you will, to come right. forward and represent. You always need that in order for pop culture to catch up. So that's actually a perfect segue into the meat of this episode, which are the celebrities that dabble allegedly in this behavior. Now, we couldn't 
possibly talk about every single one. A, because again, it's so taboo, it's not talked about. It's hard sometimes to figure it out. If you're able to piece things together, sometimes you can do so, but obviously a lot of people keep it under wraps, at least public facing. I'm sure people in their life know because it's not as weird in Hollywood as it is in America. But mm-hmm. yeah, so we just wanna run through a few. And I'm going to run through the few that are kind of like, eh, get them out. And I'll leave the the Will and Jadas, if you will. Because I feel like it's on a scale from like Shailene Woodley being open to like Will and Jada in terms of juiciness. You know what I mean? So like mm-hmm. we can start with Shailene Woodley and end with like Will and Jada. <laughs> <laughs> so Shailene Woodley, I feel like we were literally talking about Divergent the other day. I was just laughing when I she came up in this search. Mm-hmm. And she was just talking about in a magazine that she's, like you kind of mentioned, I feel like that's just the natural also nature of open relationships are there are periods where you're open, there's periods where you're not. And she was like, yep, I've been open in the past. And at the time she was with somebody she wasn't open with. She was like, I've done both. She was like, I prefer open at this point in my life just because obviously like, again, celebrities live a different life. Like they should all be open, quite honestly. I feel very <laughs> passionately about if you're not, you're kind of a fool because somebody's doing it, it, it between the two of you all. So just talk about it. But mm-hmm. I mean, it's never that easy. So mm-hmm. yeah, so of course she wanted to be one. Um, do you have any thoughts on Shailene? Does that shock you, not shock you? I think that'll be just the question for all of them. It doesn't shock me, but only because I'm thinking like she was on another <laughs> very controversial <laughs> because she was on another controversial show which is where I know her from not Divergent which is like the secret life of an American teenager yes so, because I used to come on when Pretty Little Liars was coming on ABC Family had that fire imagine ABC Family is not even a thing anymore anyway right crazy um so yeah I'm like okay it seems like you know someone who's comfortable playing such a role like that especially for her first one I mean again like when you're a hungry starving artist you're gonna pick whatever the fuck you gotta pick but um it still I feel like says something about like what she's comfortable with in her character because like I said I feel like as I kind of allude to I think in our squid game episode that like there's a lot of like intuitive casting that happens um, and I think the better the director or the whoever the cast and crew, like whoever it has to do with the casting, I think however intuitive, more intuitive that person is, the better the movie, because the better the actor is a fit to that role, if that makes any sense. Yeah, tapping into that, that ability. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think why movies might be shitty is not because of the writing and necessarily the directorial um choices but also it could just be <laughs> that the person that you picked to be the actor just didn't bring forth the role as well as they should have and that makes me go into my whole spiel about how like actors need to be an empty vessel but will you know another day another dollar yeah so, um Shailene, and that's why cat like casting what is again the rewatchables i can i get a rewatchables fucking ad in this bitch they it's so interesting to me when they do casting what ifs because it is so interesting to think about what a role looks like if someone else played it. And oftentimes 
especially if it's a good project, it's like, mm -mm, I'm so glad they didn't do this because it wouldn't have been right if they had done it. Um, sometimes, you know, again, when it's shitty, there are other options that you may prefer, but it's always so interesting. Like I think about classic, like I think of Mean Girls, how Lindsay was supposed to play Regina when she auditioned, that's who she wanted to play. And then they put her as Caddy Katie Herring. And like, imagine mm -hmm. if she had been Regina, how that would have been a completely different film. Mm -hmm. Exactly. Yeah. Wow. You see my point? Like, you know, it's just, it's interesting. Um, okay. So Shailene, who do I talk about next? Okay. Um, from there, honestly, it gets kind of juicy. Maybe we'll go Nick Jonas and Priyanka Chopra. Um, I'll mm. refer to some podcasts throughout this because obviously I learned things through podcasts and Beyond the Blinds, Troy McGeady and Kelly, I do not know her last name. I'm a Troy head, so I go where he goes and he does Beyond the Blinds, so I listen to Beyond the Blinds. He has had a whole episode explaining their dynamic and how their PR relationship and there is no love. Their whole wedding was just one ad. Every aspect of it was donated and it was just an opportunity for them to make money and they don't even lay in the same bed at night. You know, that's their kind of vibe. Wow, all of that? Damn. All of that, all of that. So much so that, again, everything we say is alleged here. It was alleged when I heard it. It was alleged when I said it. Um, he will go so far as to go with her, like she's a yacht girl. Like he'll go so far as to like go to a yachting trip with her. Hmm. Yeah. So there's no love. There's a loveless marriage, allegedly. Um, yeah, so obviously it's open. Like he does what he does. She does what she does. She makes some money while she does it. He may make some money. I don't think he's above being a yacht boy either. Um, <laughs> I need a yacht boy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. Um, as you're talking also, I just want you to know that there's a, a running theory running through my mind and I'm just making note of every single person that you're you're mentioning. Just know that. <laughs> <laughs> I'll know that. How and would I know when that? When we get to the end, I'll reveal what this thing is. And I really hope you remember. I'm gonna actually write it down. Oh no, I'm gonna remember. I'm writing it down, babe. Oh okay. Because cool, I'm cool, like, cool. there's something. There's something they're not telling us. Yeah. Oh yeah. Um. <laughs> um. Okay. Next, I'll go with actress Monique and her husband Sydney Hicks um she talks about just in an interview she's very open about their open relationship so she, I guess she has a podcast I've never you know listened but a quote from her podcast is so when I sat down and said this is what I want she's obviously talking about open relationships I won mm -hmm. initially was just to still have sex and with who I was still seeing and I didn't mm -hmm. want there to be this weird thing and keep anything from my best friend. Mm -hmm. So her and her husband, they've known each other since they were teenagers, friends before marriage. And so she, again, she is referring to him as her best friend. So she feels like she owed him the open thing. So that was just interesting. So where do you land on Monique and Sydney Hicks? Not surprising not at all it mm -mm. was a little bit like really? 
like about her being open about it I feel like that generation I wouldn't have expected her to just own it but Monique's like personality I, I mean from what she's shown us because, <laughs> she's shown us know. a lot too she's shown us a right. lot um because I'm not gonna assume like this is like all her maybe there's different layers to her obviously there are because here she is on this list but um you know it's 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 not surprising <laughs> okay cool um next I'll go Dolly Parton and Carl Dean so they've been married for over 50 years and Dolly said quote men are my weakness short fat bald or skinny I've had crushes on some very unusual men but Carl knows I'll always come home and I'm not having this is where I'm like okay we'll give it up and I'm not having sex with these people just flirting and having fun He's not jealous, and I'm not jealous of him. He knows I flirt. He flirts, too. <laughs> <laughs> These people are so funny in the way that they reveal this stuff. Right. Um, all right. Thoughts on, on Dolly? Um, not surprised that they are on... Um... So I'm surprised in that because, you know, it's Dolly Parton, but I'm not surprised because they've been married for so fucking long. Yeah. Um, so that, I just love these random men. Like, I love when it's the woman is famous. It's just these random dudes that they're just like, hey, we're having an open relationship because that's the life I live. And the dude's like, okay. He has no choice. <laughs> right. Operative word again, I mean. I mean, okay, uh, we're, we're saying he has no choice, but, like, obviously, like, we're not trying to uh, impose the idea that people that are in these relationships have no choice. They're only doing it because. We're talking about no choice in terms of it just makes sense. There's, you, you're left no option, if you will. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, let's go... I guess this one I'm just going to combine as a couple Ashton Kutcher and Demi Moore, Demi Moore and Bruce Willis, allegedly on top of the allegedly I put on top of those Mila and Ashton. So Demi was seen out in 98 with some, well, not 98. That's when she got divorced from Bruce. She was out seen with some man, some young guy and the paparazzi caught her. So then she confessed we have an open relationship so like it's fine like don't report on me with men i do what i want um and after ashton and demi got a divorce ashton said they had an open relationship and shared quite a few threesomes amongst two of them um and it is alleged that that is his behavior also with mila What are you thinking? Hmm. This one excited me. This triangle here, this excited me. I'm getting, we're getting to like the good part because I'm, I get horned up at the, not even horned up in terms of sexually. Sometimes I say horned up when I just get excited. I get aroused. I'm in heat. I'm just excited. Like that, that is a thing. That is an interesting thing. Um, yeah, I don't know. 
the 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 Ashton and like Demi doesn't like really shock me. I mean, I guess the Mila doesn't either, but it kind of does. It does to me. That was shocking. All that for it to have started with her and Bruce. No, go ahead. Yeah. Sorry, I was just saying. Like, I was just saying it again. Like, Demi is not shocking, but um, Mila is shocking. Yeah. And for it to have trickled, so it was just a lifestyle for her, and it just trickled into Ashton's lifestyle, and then it became a lifestyle for him, allegedly. Mm-hmm. That's cool. The older woman showing him the ropes in Hollywood. That's hot. That's a porn. <laughs> <laughs> um, and they I bet they got weird down. Relationship, though. You said what? I know. They definitely did. They were such an interesting relationship. So, to me, I would liken them to, like, a Mariah Nick Cannon, where it just seems like they're on two different... It's like, wait, how did they get together? This, like, kind of goofy guy, like, this older, more demure, sexy woman. Like, hmm? hmm And it's yeah. cool. And it's weird. And she was, like, in the throes of her addiction when she was with him. Like, they had some dark days together. Dog days are over. <laughs> yeah, sorry. Oh, <laughs> if you had to get that out, in. you have to. I, get had, out. I had a Florence night. Not, is it? Not, wow, I just said Florence Nightingale, and for those that don't know that, that is considered the founder of nursing. <laughs> I've been so programmed from nursing school. <laughs> <laughs> I meant Florence the Machine, bitch. Wow. Okay. Sorry. Um, this one's an alleged, and this one's one I've put on the table, not necessarily, I mean, sure, there are some blind items to support the theory, but this is really just my thinking, um, Kylie Jenner and Travis Scott. I'd love to just have an open dialogue. Again, the word, the operative word of the day is open. (laughs) I'd love to just have an open dialogue about what you think of that. Now, Here's where my mind's at with it. They've done what they've done. I mean, the Kardashians love to have, Kardashian Jenners love to have one BD. I mean, Chris had two, but she made sure she had enough kids with both. So she was, has, was fine. Um, you know, Chloe is supposedly driving back to Tristan to have another kid. You know, you know, Courtney and Scott, Kim and Ye. I mean, what more can I say, right? Uh-huh. So she's been trained that way. And we know that, again, Stormy was born in, what, 2018? And there was that period of time where there was that real buzz of Kylie fucking Drake. And that was, a you know, she had already had the baby. And it never was an issue for Travis. It never was something he felt like he had to come forward and address. From what I'm understanding, I don't think they've fallen out. Um... I believe, again, everyone talks about this woman that Travis supposedly has on the side. It came out years ago that looks like Kylie, honestly, who's like a local <laughs> and people say she's with her, he's with her to this day, has paid for many abortions for her, allegedly. And uh-uh. <laughs> Kylie lives her so, lifestyle with her friends. And you know, I think she fucks her friends, the girls. So if that makes I'm that open right. too. I mean, how much more can I say? How much more can I say to explain that I know I'm right about this? No, like, 
She definitely does. And I don't see why he wouldn't. He's trying to do the whole black boy rock star thing. So. Why wouldn't they? Why wouldn't they? Wow. Okay, I just wanted to get that off my chest. I'm glad we're here. I'm glad it didn't take much. Okay, cool. (laughs) So whatever they have, and I would be interested to see, I remember at some point some psychic told Kylie remember she was going to have two kids. So this is her second whatever. I'm curious to see if they go on to have more. If they do what? If they go on to have more kids. With this uh, scandal happening, the the two kids is sounding right. (laughs) Yeah, I like the idea too. Like they've done all Mm -hmm. they can for the PR for him. Obviously they were telling people that people were running around with needles in the audience so that, you know. Right, and they were saying that nobody had any idea. Oh, first of all, you know, trigger warning, Astroworld um but yeah Yeah. I wasn't even gonna say its name it was gonna be a chill down my spine sorry well I need to do trigger work because we're talking about it now but um (laughs) now they're also going around saying that they had no clue that anybody had actually like died at the concert so it's just it's a little bit weird and then the police are saying that they declared it a mass casualty at like nine o'clock p.m but then there was recordings of police officers recording the crowd at like 9.30 p.m. So they're like, so if the police are trying to say that this was a mass casualty at nine, why are they smiling and laughing and joking, recording people at 9.30? Like what's going on? There's a lot of like, it is just, the, it's the biggest fuck up I can think of in like recent history. This is like almost Titanic level of fuck up. Like literally everything that was put in place system and safety wise was just fucked (laughs) like i'm it's actually kind of mind-boggling yeah there was nothing there that was going to save the day it was like kind of fate that this was going to happen like you know what i mean and like you said everything was in place for this to go horribly wrong and it did Mm. like wow wow i hope he went home and had no sex that night that's what I hope for him. Again, I don't know because they went out to parties. <laughs> like, they oh yeah, for them party. it was a normal night. I think. Do you know how sick that is? They were ushered out very quickly <laughs> in the matter. They didn't know anything, but they somehow managed to get Kylie and Kendall out immediately. Okay. And then it's just, I don't, you said Kylie and Kendall. Did you mean Kylie and Stormy? Yeah, I didn't mean Kendall at all. I don't know where Kendall came from. Kylie and Stormy. Maybe, I mean, maybe Kendall was there. I don't know. Um, I think maybe Kendall was there. Is that maybe I'm getting that from somewhere? But definitely, I met Kylie and Stormy, but I think Kendall was also there. Um, because on one hand, I don't want to believe that they knew people had died. Because to me, if you knew people had died and you were out there like having an after party, I think that's actually fucking sick like you're sick (laughs) and if this was like ancient like times I want you hung at the guillotine like (laughs) I want you hung in the middle of the town square like that is nuts to me well Ned Stark your head on a spike (laughs) I want your head on a fucking spike okay I want your people to plead for your life and I say no you know what I mean so I just don't understand 
the concept of like them partying, knowing that information. So to me in my safe bubble, I'm telling myself that they didn't know. Okay. That this is one of the incidents where they tried to like keep like the celebrities out of the loop because they knew it was going to be a bad PR moment. You know what I mean? I, that's what I'm hoping. Okay, Not that cool. any better, but that's what I'm hoping. But I'm cool with that too, whatever. Fuck it. Because <laughs> even if they did know, I already think they're rotten to the core. It's really nothing that would shock me if they did know and proceeded as usual. It wouldn't really make me feel any different about them mm. oh well okay um robin thick and paula Patton. i mean famously they end up getting a divorce because robin violated their rules and had a woman up in his house disrespecting paula that was not part of their arrangement so <laughs> he broke the rule at the first sighting of a broken rule she left and he always he cried for her for years. Remember when he won the BT Awards and showed his ass and made a whole dedication to her? Yeah, there was a whole album called Paula, for God's sake. Like, he begged yeah, for nobody, her back for years. That nobody listened to, including Paula her fucking self. <laughs> <laughs> and it was just so sad to see him go out like that because yeah. um Yeah, it was just sad to see. It was just sad to see. Because he really went from one of my favorite albums, The Evolution of Robin Thicke. And then I feel like the next time we heard from this guy, he was doing this whole Paula bit. And then right after that, he was doing the fucking song that he got sued for, Blurred Lines. So (laughs) he was just like a downward spiral from that. And it's always, that's always, always tragic to hear. Yeah, so after shit ended with him and Paula I mean the peak of his life was when he was with her no wonder he was chasing the dragon you know Mm. they were very they were avant-garde in it because they were open about it like a while ago kind of in the way that you know Bruce and Demi but like they were very whatever it was never something that couldn't be talked about it was on the table they also like Monique and Herman have known each other since they were in high school or children or whatever. So they just kind of, I don't know. They behaved as friends in their relationship mm. and then they were also lovers. Mm. Um, yeah, okay, great. Who's next? Who's next? Okay. <laughs> this one, you know, you all, when we have a Patreon, the reason I even want us to have a fucking Patreon is for I for us to talk about this couple in particular, because I just feel like this is just, I have some really crazy things to say about them and they're very powerful people and I just want to keep that quiet, but like loud mm-hmm. enough, you know? You'll know who I'm talking about. It is Hillary and Bill Clinton. <sighs> How much do I say here? Everything here is obviously alleged. Um... Bill and Monica, I mean, I don't have to dive into that, do I? Save that for the Patreon, but <laughs> we all already know that. I don't have well, to that refresh one was, That was a fuck up of epic proportions. That was a betrayal. Just like how we talk about Paula and Robin. That was a betrayal of the open relationship creed, okay? That wasn't what it's supposed to be like. 
Boy. He maintained a relationship with Monica. Again, I'm balls deep into impeachment. I cannot say enough how it is a wonderful television show. He maintained this relationship with this woman for years, was showing up to like public events wearing gifts she got him and seeing her like when he got reelected and she's in the front row and he whispers in her ear like, oh yeah, meet me in my office later. Like he was beyond like, Everyone in the Oval Office knew, like, he was just his assistant, like, knew if Monica was calling, put her straight through. He was getting his dick sucked when he was on the phone with dignitaries. Mm. Yeah, so before all of that happened, if you all are in, I guess, tuned in, hip to the Paula Jones case, which also kind of played into this whole Monica thing, um... Bill had been at it for years before, even when he was governor, he was voluntarily and involuntarily grabbing women up left and right. Um, and what it seems as though was that when Bill was about to run, uh, they actually held off on Bill running for a few years to actually get some of those stories a little older news so that it wouldn't come up during his election and his presidency or whatever. So not only do they have enough of an open relationship for that to be the conversation as to why he's not running for president for about four or eight extra years. On top of that, when he's running and that is again on the table, she says, if anybody says anything about it, like we'll handle it, it'll be fine. Mm. And she was fucking somebody that was working in the office too. So it's like, I, if that's not open, I don't know what is. Right. So allegedly, again, I mean, it's Bill and oh. fucking Hillary Clinton. Like, but also it's Bill and fucking Hillary Clinton, guys. I feel like I shouldn't, maybe it'll be like an aha moment, but I don't feel like that's breaking news to anybody. Mm. Wow, let me see where no. I, I am on my list. Damn, no. I wanted to get this person out the way early because they're not relevant, but we're here now. <laughs> I have an Akon quote for you here. Oh, Jesus. I'm a polygamist. I can afford to have as many wives as I can afford to have. All Africans <laughs> believe in it. My dad has four wives, end quote. Well, okay. <laughs> <laughs> when I talked about earlier, we were talking about culture. I'm like, hold on, that's actually... We're going to circle back to that because <laughs> Akon made that statement. <laughs> right, listen, it's, it's true. Like, if you grew up and you saw that and uh, your dad's doing that and, and living his life and living well, you're going to do it. <laughs> like, I don't see why you wouldn't. Uh, yeah, I wouldn't. I don't see why you wouldn't want that for yourself. I love him flexing on the money though. Like, it's not a thing. I can't afford as many wives as I want. Mm. Did he ever get his dream? This seemed aspirational to him. I don't think women are dying to be Akon's, like, you know, one of his four wives. So I wonder if he ever got that for himself. Mm. I don't think so. I don't. I don't think we've heard about yeah. him in some 
cool polyamorous relationship. No. No. I, he's just doing, he's off the grid. I wouldn't really consider him an open relationship either. Because multiple marriages, I mean, you know, he's like, oh, my dad had multiple wives. I'm like, that's not an open relationship. You don't have multiple. That's like back to polyamory. Yeah, that's why I was like, I wish I would have gotten this one out early. I just wanted to talk about it mm-hmm. from the cultural aspect. Um, let's talk about RuPaul and his husband, Joe, George, I call him Joe, George Lebar, 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 okay. Okay, get it out. I wouldn't want to put restraints on the person that I love the most on this planet. I wouldn't do that to someone I love, not my best friend. And that is a Ru quote. And that's a running thing too. It's a, the friendship aspect of the relationships it's like we're friends mm-hmm. first almost and so like mm-hmm. in order for our friendship to continue to be what it is i don't want to have secrets for my friend no secrets <laughs> yeah i feel like i owe this person the because i'm gonna fuck regardless like i owe <laughs> i should I'm try to fuck some. <laughs> i love them so much but i also am trying to fuck and i love that i mean it of course Rue is. I did when I saw that I was like, oh, that duh. Like I can't believe I hadn't already known that. Mm-hmm. I didn't even know he was married, or she was married, or it depends on who I'm talking about. But I'm talking mm-hmm. about RuPaul, so I'm saying he. What is that? Right. No, I'm just. It's just. This is funny. <laughs> yeah, that one's just a funny one. Mm-hmm. Like Rue. I wonder if Rue's ever fucked a queen on. Probably. Yeah, for sure. That's really cool. Let's um, just be clear. <laughs> definitely fucking on set, making all sorts of dynamics. Wow. Okay. Mm. Um, if we're ending with Will and Jada, I have I have one more to say. Well, actually, three more. I mean, two more before we get to Will and Jada. Jada. The, I'll throw out this one. This one's just kind of hearsay. And it's really another one I could have read earlier on, but we're here now. Mm-hmm. Justin Timberlake and Jessica Biel. There's just, it's a blind item type of thing. It's uh, supposedly mm-hmm. everyone knows if you know kind of vibe. So that is okay. what I just wrote down. Or is that shocking? Is it not? Uh, I'm weirdly neutral okay yeah i find him to be really (laughs) here we go (laughs) (laughs) what's the word i want to say because i love open relationships so i don't want to say something negative about him like i want to um but i can't help but say he's just weird to me like his behavior is weird and so he would have to be open because I'm sure he does whatever he wants to. He doesn't strike me as someone who has like impulse control. He was in a fucking 90s boy band for Christ's sake. He doesn't, why would he be? Mm. You know, if you've been getting pussy like that or bussy like that or whatever you've been getting for <laughs> however long or both, yeah. which is usually what yeah. it is. I mean, why would he stop? Listen, I don't feel the same way that you do about um, Justin. 
not even a Janet head. Like, it's not even about that. I just want him to. Whoa. I just want him to, you know, whatever. Like, what's up? Yeah. Just answer for what you've done. It's just mm-hmm. about white men answering for what they've done. You know what I mean? <laughs> it's not even, he's a talented dude. And I would put on a Justin song today and jam to it. Not chant. <laughs> not chant, y'all. Yeah. <laughs> I wonder yeah. where Jessica lands on that, though. Like, I, I don't get a read on her. Like, I don't understand her I don't get a read on her at all. Just like a, a random famous Jessica, like there are so many. It's just like, who is that woman? Yeah. Huh. Um, allegedly, this is the penultimate couple, um, Beyonce and Jay-Z. I can read some, some information here. Let me get my notes pulled up. You don't have to. I mean, get your notes pulled up for the people, but. I believe it. I was just going to add that maybe in the dynamic, it seems as though um, part of that elevator scenario, Mm. what may have fueled it per se, Mm. um, (laughs) is a conversation with Naomi Campbell specifically at the set event that they were at and if you know about Naomi you may know that she is an alleged maybe alleged not really alleged but allegedly a madam so it seems as though there was some sort of conversation about that in the open you know what I mean her acknowledging it Jay-Z maybe maybe her making a comment about something he's done or something she's booked for on his behalf and you said that was the clue, Naomi Campbell yeah okay yeah um, and that is what really kicked things in the high gear because Solange didn't like him talking about that so <laughs> flippantly, if you will. Mm. Again, that is alleged. It could not be true at all, but mm-hmm. they didn't obviously acknowledge that in the pieces I was reading about it, it wasn't the madam part I'm adding on, but I think that is the context, if I were to assume. Well, listen, I already told you that I, you know, you know, but I won't reveal who the person is, obviously, but I know somebody who, actually I know multiple people <laughs> that know Jay-Z and have met him, have been to his house, I've worked with a man, have, have dinner with a man, like, know this guy. Um, and that does not shock me. I think Beyonce had to get on board, <laughs> but I feel like it was, I have to get on board because that's what Jay is doing for sure. <laughs> for sure. Like, so it's like either I catch up or I get stuck left behind. Right. There are some alleged threesome options as well, you know, but also okay. open separate. Right. Again, not shocking. Not the least. Also, I heard he has a horse dick. <laughs> it, it is not shocking whatsoever. I can I imagine him with a horse cock for sure. <laughs> and I heard um, he's he's lazy though. He makes you 
the bitch ride all the time. I mean, again, that's just his, think, that's his energy for that's sure. That's his thing. And that's fine. I mean, you know, Beyonce came out with her song, Surfboard. I mean, it wasn't called Surfboard, but you know what I mean? <laughs> Makes sense. It's really all tracking. I'm telling you. Guys. I mean, he raps about it. Yeah, like, that's just his life. Life is a circle. Yeah. Um, so that is leading us into Will and Jada, which I would venture to say, when I think of open relationships and I think of Hollywood, this is the couple I think many people instantly think of. Mm-hmm. Um, there's nothing I can't tell you all that you all don't know. The really, the real thing I want to talk about is the Dwayne Martin of it all. Obviously, that's way heavy on me. Um, something that really kind of keyed me in this is maybe the first time it was, you know, it had been sprinkled around, I feel like, since we were young. That's what's so crazy is, like, that rumor kept popping up, even when it wasn't, like, a time where those type of rumors would really happen mm-hmm. without, where there's smoke, with there's fire, but, like, it was happening when it, just out of nowhere, all the time, every fucking mm-hmm. year, like, clockwork. Okay. So, when we were in college, Nia Long came to our school, and Nia Long <laughs> had told, like, kind of this story about when she was on Fresh Prince and how she had a crush on Will. And it kind of seemed like, I, I'm always reading between the lines here. I could be making this up. It's all fan fiction. It, it seemed like they messed around. And mm. it seemed like she said one weekend, he like had a long weekend and he came back and he was married. And she was like, I was very shocked. <laughs> um, <laughs> He told Wait, no he one. came back and he was married or wasn't? Was. Okay. Like, no one knew about the wedding. Mm. Or at least it was kept from Nia. So, that she thinks it's just a weekend, they come back, Will's married to Jada. So that really sat with me. I was like, okay, that was just like, of the, everything she said that night, that was the thing I pulled away. I was like, okay. Yikes. You know what? And I've actually heard that before. Now that it's like clearing in my mind, which is yeah. Yeah, I've heard that rumbling. Right. So I was like, okay, like uh, okay. Um, Mm -hmm. and then there was the Lisa Ray McCoy thing that happened where Lisa Ray McCoy was married to I don't know, like the king. I don't know what she calls him of Turks and Kangos. It's debatable about his political figure title whatever you want to call it but nonetheless a very high up man over there and she sourced the end of her relationship being Dwayne Martin um and if you'll know Dwayne and Will are thick thieves <laughs> now what you want to believe they do in all the time they spend together is up to you but Honey, I'm just gonna read a, a few things yeah. what'd you say I said, that's a whole other podcast, y'all. It is. And that, this is, this is, I was going to say, this is, I'm foaming at the mouth. This is the couple that made me want to even talk about this because there's so much, again, this is a rumor that hasn't been cropping up for over a decade. There is so much evidence to talk about. There's so much unpacked. They've told on themselves at this point in the year 2021. But there's so much evidence leading up to this. They didn't have a choice but to say what it was because we haven't even talked about August Alcina. I mean, it wasn't, it was left as no option for them Mm. but to come forward. Mm. 
going to read a blind item here um, <clears throat> about a time that Will and Dwayne shared in Trinidad. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, my God is right. When Will Smith was here with Dwayne Martin in Trinidad last time, there had been some good tea going around. I'm in the club scene, you could say. Trinidad is small, so basically we're all connected. Anywho, one of my friends working at 51 Degrees, in parentheses, a club, and he's a bartender there, in parentheses, told me Will Smith came in and was later joined by Dwayne Martin. My friend didn't know who Dwayne was, and he said, I don't know some guy that was up under Will all night. Dead. <gasps> Will and Dwayne were pretty close in an intimate way. When Will said hi to fans, Dwayne was basically like his bodyguard. He stood so close to him throughout the entire night that obviously my friend noticed, even though he didn't know who Dwayne was. Mm. Then there was this group of gay guys that Will kept eyeing. My friend said Will bought them drinks and the guys came over to hang out. So it was Will and the guys in the front. They weren't flamboyant. They were just, the guy knows him because they're gay. Okay. Um, anyways, Will later left with the guys in tow and they all headed to the Hyatt Hotel. Mm. I work at the Hyatt Hotel. <laughs> My friend, the chef, <laughs> I love being in the club scene and working at the Hyatt. Um, so my friend who works here, in parentheses, the chef, said that they ordered some food up to their room. And when they delivered the food, they saw Will, Dwayne, and all the guys in the room. They ordered a couple drinks, mostly local beers and stuff. I love these tiny details, local beers and stuff. They ordered some more drinks two hours later, and the last time they ordered, Dwayne requested condoms. Not an unusual request, especially since the Hyatt is the only five-star resort here. This was written a couple years ago. And 99% of celebrities and officials stay there. Don't know what else I can say. Sip and move along. <laughs> Don't know what else I can say. Like, because you know how people are, they're like, what more details? It's like, I've literally written every detail I have. What more can I say? Take what you will from that. You can hear that or you cannot, but I'm telling you what I know or what I've heard. Wow. I mean, that is, I love places like Reddit and Lipstick Alley for things like that. Like, Mm. You're never, you're never going to get on boots on the ground journalism like you'll get in those forums, unless you are talking to someone face to face. This is a place where people who love to tell their business and hear business, this is where they go. Mm. Um, there's a lot of photos with Dwayne and Will just on vacation together, always in some location together. They like to go on um frequent boys trips if you will and there's even a photo of <laughs> them on a couple's trip oh I didn't mean to say couple or did I with um Yo, Kanye. this is all alleged everybody <laughs> this whole podcast is alleged I feel like of everybody I feel like these are the claims I feel they're most open to just saying yeah him and Dwayne live out loud for all intents and purposes it doesn't take much digging to figure out what their scenario is. Even so much so that 
Jada and Will, um, if you know Dwayne Martin, odds are one of the things you know him from is All of Us with Lisa Ray McCoy with Small World, Life's Circle. Um, and Will and Jada were producers on that. So obviously they financially backed his project. And mm-hmm. that's something to note too. I, I guess allegedly when Tisha was with Dwayne, it was more of a swinger scenario. They would, you know, sometimes Tisha would go with Jada and Will would go with Dwayne. And sometimes, you know, Will would go with Tisha and she would go with Dwayne. Like, it, you know, they just, everything was on the table. Mm. Sometimes everyone was there. Someone, sometimes just the two, just three, just, you know, that was there. Mm. Wow. Um, there was a joke even when I was doing some research, people were really loving this. I guess this was, but it was live while Real Husbands of Hollywood was coming on. Um, if you'll remember that blip in the radar. Um, and they ad-libbed a lot on that show. You know, it's comedy, you know, ad-libbed. One of mm-hmm. the jokes that Boris Kojo said about Dwayne Martin is he called him Will Smith's cabana boy. and it made it to air and Dwayne tried to talk over him right after he heard where that was going and it still made it to air and I've watched the clip quite a few times and it's pretty good Um, they all do kind of react in a genuine way they all laugh none of them Mm. jump back they laugh because that is a funny joke if you know what's going on I'll stop there. I'll stop there. There's no reason for me to stop there because we haven't even talked about August Alcina, but I'll stop there because I feel like- Again, a whole other thing. We all know about August Alcina, guys. This is not- (laughs) August (laughs) Alcina. August Alcina and Jada and the Red Table and all of it. Um, And for those that don't know the August Alcina joke, do you want to explain it to them? Just a brief blurb. Of the woman saying August Alcina? Yeah. <laughs> there was like this period of time on World Star where these guys would go around and just ask people questions just on the street, you know, just to see how smart people are, dumb people are. And they asked this lady a question about whatever. And she said, I would love to fuck August Alcina. They said, August Alcina. You can't say you want to like throw it back and then say his name is August Alcina. You should have just said August if you weren't sure. But she said it. Okay. And so all the this, you know, she was definitely sure. And so all, you know, the guys like making fun of her. That's like what the joke was. But anyway, okay. So now that you're done, I'm compiling my list. And checking it twice. I literally did research yeah <laughs> research on every single person you said perfect with the exception of maybe like one all right so you know we always gotta bring astrology into our shit y'all i don't know if you maybe have this in your notes but <laughs> according to the research that i just did this you know that like sound if i can find that sound i'm fully going to insert it there motherfucking astrological news. I'm going to put something in there. I feel like, whatever. Let's do it. Every single person you mentioned has a placement in a mutable sign. 
a major, a major placement, not no, like, you know, outer plant, like a major mm-hmm. one, every single person. I love that. So let's see. Shailene, she's a Pisces moon and her husband is a Sag sun. Or the guy she's engaged to, I should say. Mm-hmm. Priyanka Chopra, Gemini moon and ascendant. Nick is a Virgo sun. Monique, she's a Sag sun. Mm-hmm. The only thing is her husband doesn't have a birth time. So he might be an ascendant, but we don't know. So okay. that's one person that is a, there's a couple of question marks because we don't know like a de- definitive time, but question mark. Dolly Parton, she's a Virgo moon, Virgo ascendant. Her husband's also a question mark because there's literally no birthday for this man. I could not find one. Ashton Kutcher. That would be so my at dream least- if I was married to a celebrity, like I was so off the grip, no one could find me, even if they tried. <laughs> He's so off the grip. She don't show that man at all. That's so cool. And um, yeah, so, in, but in each one that I'm going to name, like at least one of the, one person in that couple has a placement. Um, Ashton Kutcher, he's a Gemini ascendant. Demi Moore is a Pisces ascendant. And then Mila Kunis is a Sag ascendant. So all his bitches. <laughs> what about Bruce? Um, I didn't look up Bruce. Remember that and I'll circle back. Okay. Um, Travis Scott, he might be a Sag moon. Okay. Kelly didn't have any placements, which I thought was interesting. He really tracks as a Sag moon to me. Mm-hmm. Um, Kylie has a Virgo Venus, so it's like, eh. but yeah, that's not really to me a major placement in this this game. Paula Patton, she's a Sag Sun. Robin Dick is a Pisces Sun and Sag Moon. Bill Clinton is a Gemini North Node, and then Hillary Clinton might be a Pisces Moon if they confirm her birth time. I consider the North Node also a major key player in these things too. I, I feel like if you have a North Node placement, it's generally more scandalized your relationship from what I'm mm-hmm. saying here. Um, now, Akon, there was no birth time, so maybe Ascendant, but his was also polyamory, so I didn't know if I wanted to count him in my research. No, we're not counting him. He was just a right. fun fun. <laughs> he was just a blur, so don't count Akon, y'all. RuPaul, Gemini Ascendant, Virgo North, North Node, there's no birth time for the husband, so he might be an Ascendant. Jessica Beale, she's a Pisces sun, Gemini moon, and a Sag ascendant. And then Jim, uh, I said, so Jim we know Lee. nothing about her, but it seems like it's on the table. This is completely on brand for her, according to the research. Uh, Justin Timberlake's a Sag moon, Beyonce's a Virgo sun, Jay Z's a Sag sun, Virgo ascendant, Naomi Campbell, who apparently spilled the fucking beans, is a Gemini sun, as we know, who's a, allegedly a madam. <laughs> Who is allegedly, um, I've never wanted to say allegedly less than saying she's a madam but continue <laughs> um jada pinga smith she is a virgo sun virgo moon and sag ascendant august alcina or alcalina depending on who you are he's a virgo sun virgo sun sag moon and a sag north node so there goes the scandal aspect um will smith he's a gemini ascendant nia long there's no birth time so maybe ascendant lisa ray's a virgo sun and Dwayne martin is a gemini north node again more scandal aspect um and then so i'm i'm gonna stop there because i could because what i'm going to say next is just going to go into another topic what i do but what i will say stopping here is that for those that don't know astrology but you come to the podcast to listen to our astrology bits i'm sure um mutable signs which are pisces sagittarius gemini and virgo they have the reputation of being like, um, they're mutable. So they go kind of with the flow. They're very um, 
on the negative wishy-washy, but on the positive, they're able to fit themselves and mold themselves into any size, shape, cup, room, mood, whatever. For our Housewives on Display fans here, um, I'd love to put Sonia Morgan on the docket. She is a Sag sun. She's a Gemini moon and a Pisces rising, if I'm not mistaken. If not, she's a Pisces moon and a Gemini rising, but all three. All three were. Mm -hmm. So the it makes more sense that these people that that kind of have this energy in which they need to fill up multiple spaces at multiple times and can do that it's not surprising that these are the people that we're seeing repeatedly popping up in these open open relationships whether confirmed or alleged i think it's even telling that some of these people are alleged because it's not even like people are claiming this about everybody like not everybody is in an alleged open relationship. And again, open relationship is different than somebody who is just cheating on their partner, (laughs) who is just having multiple relationships that like their partner is not privy to. Like we're counting these as people that are in relationships where it's understood at some point that we're seeing other people sexually at least. So that's a different, and yes, they're all celebrities. So obviously there's always like, it just could be a coincidence that they're all celebrities. But like I said, again, different from I'm a celebrity. So I have access to a lot of people. So I'm cheating. Then I'm a celebrity, but then I happen to have these placements. And I also happen to be in a like actual committed open relationship, if that makes any sense. Mm-hmm. But, and then now full circle moment. So to give you an example that is not, a celebrity couple necessarily. So kind of breaks the theory that it's there, they're all celebrities. And actually goes back into what we were said about intuitive casting. I don't know if you, I mean, you have to remember the scene, but we talk about succession all the time and I will bring, we will do a recap. Mm, I didn't even talk about, I didn't even think to talk about them. I'm glad we're here. I'm glad we're here. Yeah. Because I made a note because I knew you wanted to talk about open relationships. And I was like, yeah. So there is a scene in Succession. I wrote it down. It's, if anyone's curious, it is season one, episode 10. Um, my favorite episode so far of the show. It is um, like 37 minutes in. Major spoiler alert about to happen. <laughs> but um, so fast forward, if you don't want to hear any of this part. But um, one of the characters basically gets married to her husband and then tells him afterward, yeah, actually, this is an open marriage. This is an open relationship. This is a way not to do open relationships. Like you can't just spring that on your partner on your wedding night of all times. Um, And not only that it's an open marriage, but it's been an open relationship because I have actively slept with somebody else right confession Um, there's a third that you don't know about that's at our wedding right now (laughs) who's at our wedding drinking our wine right now and if you've seen succession you know why i break up the fucking wine but i won't ruin the rest of it but what i will say though back to our intuitive casting so the character the the actress that character actress (laughs) the actress that plays shiv is Sarah Snook and she's a Sag son. And the actor that plays 
Tom Wamsgams, which why are they giving that fucking last name anyway? Who came um, up with that Tom, last name? <laughs> they wanted to make the most annoying wasp, like I can't even say the word waspish. Yeah. Um, last name, like surname ever. Like that one's very annoying. That's definitely a surname. Is yeah, it's not a last name anymore, it's a surname. Um, he's Matthew McFadden, and he is a Sag Sag North Node. Um again scandal aspect and um he might be an ascendant depending on his birth time it's not confirmed so i just wanted to leave that little note that little astrological tip so again even intuitive casting even with casting your characters there's some sort of link between that energy and open relationships I'd like to also add somebody that I didn't add and I feel like I should have added. Um, maybe Machine Gun Kelly and Megan Fox. Now, something I did find in my research that I didn't write down, but just important to know, is that it was mentioned multiple times in multiple sources that Megan with her BD when she was married to him. BD means baby daddy and BM means baby mama. I don't know if anyone needed to hear that and they've ever been confused I don't think I've ever said baby daddy or baby's father um but her BD when she was married to him apparently it was open on her end like she was allowed to do stuff but he wasn't so I had read that and then I thought about what their dynamic seems to be and I'd like to also just throw that out there as an allegedly okay well circling back to Bruce Willis he is a Pisces sun and Virgo ascendant. Um, and you know, MGK, we learned in the GQ thing, he has a Pisces stellium. So that's um, something to know. Right. Including, I, but I think including his moon, because like I said, I want to yeah. do major placements, not just like, you know, any. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, his moon for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. No con- uh, confirmation on Megan. But um, again. yeah, so the only thing I wanted to end it with is there's kind of this other Hollywood version of an open relationship where I just wrote a few examples just to, it's like a G easy, and some of them are broken up, some of them are together, but it's a G easy Halsey, Chris Brown, Karushi, Lennon the Plug, Adam 22, Ashley Darby, Michael Darby scenario where it's, they just have well, not just because sometimes those men step out on their own, but they have a threesome policy where it's other girls are allowed to come in as long as I'm here. A T-Pain and his wife, if I can add someone else to the docket, um, kind of vibe where that's just, they're cool with doing it, but they're, it, they're not cool with them doing it without them. So it's also, a, that's why I didn't include it in open. It's another something else. Hmm. yeah wow I feel like we've talked about a lot Um, I feel like it was juicy if you didn't know these things it was juicy if you already knew we're here to talk with you about it um I actually have one little more point please do (laughs) um just for anybody who's kind of um research nerd as myself I try to go back to find out when this um, open relationship idea topic name came, first came up and the there's two people 
it was a married couple that came up with the term um, in their New York bestseller book. It was titled Open Marriage and it came out actually in 1972. And everyone, it's a highly acclaimed book. It was on like the New York bestseller list for like 40 weeks, like something ridiculous for 1972. And um, they are, what's the word? They are considered responsible. I don't want to say responsible, but they they're considered responsible for coming up with the even the name like open marriage or open relationship. Like they had no, it had no like. They coined the phrase. Right there we go. Thank you. Ooh, I was struggling, Josh. Yeah, they coined the phrase open relationship, open marriage. Because before that, I guess people were doing what they were doing or not doing what they were doing because it was the sixties and fifties and whatever. But um i love that it was in the 70s of course right i could not find an actual um publishing date of the book but the revised date also it was revised in um (laughs) there was two revision dates i found one revision date was done in gemini season and one was done in pisces season and one of the authors is a sad son. So I'm just going to throw that out there just to tie it back into our astrological component. But um, if you were curious as to how this topic even came about, it was a book on it. I think I kind of want to read it because I kind of want to see like what it was in their nascent stages. Yeah. Hmm. Hmm. Um, and according to this 2021 poll, of adults are not very interested or not at all interested in an open relationship, while 26% are very interested. Um, And of, you know, men versus women, um, men obviously are the ones that are mostly interested in it compared to women, um, both married and single. So ladies, I hope you listen to this pod and I hope you... um, open your eyes i mean how full circle is this a fucking bojack episode <laughs> i was going over here i feel great about this podcast episode i'm gonna be quite honest i feel like we got a lot in it and it wasn't even that long well it's not no, long for yeah. us. you all know sorry we just <laughs> i was thinking while we're doing la now this is like a good one. Oh, what fun wow well thank you for joining us um i hope this was informative and if you know about someone that's open that we did not mention please reach out we'd love to have an open dialogue about these people anything you want to end with um if you're interested in an open relationship let us know and also tell us your birthday so i can look up your chart and if you're not also tell us your birthday so i can look up your chart because i'm very curious i want to keep this running theme going if you viscerally react to open relationships also reach out love to hear that (laughs) Love would to love that. to understand why <laughs> yeah um do we have what we're doing next time yeah coming up i think the more recent one we'll say is another pondering plastics episode i, I won't tell you which particular plastic we'll be talking about but um we're, we're back to the surgery kids <laughs> this is day class a you know this is day class a we talk about it all mention it all um, okay, yeah. So I can't wait to talk about plastic surgery. Oh yeah, whoa, look, they can never keep me down. I'm going.
win And if I ever fail, just know I'll go again I never quit, cause I know that every loss May lead to another win, I'm going up